Uh, your volume's talk, right there. Talk again. Oh, wait. Check. There, there Hello. Go. How are you? I'm very well. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good. good. That's Nick. Is this where Neil deGrasse Tyson sat? Yes, sir, it, it is. The mic smells incredible. It smells <laughs> prolific. It smells like the cosmos. It really does. <laughs> I'm not lying. Like Usually mics smell like shit. And this, yeah. this smells like... Beautiful. Like astronomy. You ready to go? Yeah. Here we go. Sorry, Josh. I was it late. It sounds like you have a lot of stuff to do. Bro, I'll talk about it on here. You ready? Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is gonna get you in the mood. All right, there we go. I was I was nervous because Chris, you know you know Nick. Yeah. Nick has a, a a tendency to just goof up a tad. We okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say this. We we started uh, the pod, and this is our second time starting it. Okay, for this episode, because Nick had all of our mics turned off, all of them. But yet he still pointed at me like, and go time. Yeah, gave you the finger. Yeah, like, and go. Yeah. And then I'm just, my mouth is moving, but it's just a silent pod. I, I don't know what's it's going on, Pull the Nick. curtain back there. It, it's crazy, man. Nick, you're, I think you're, you have your mic on before you move your lips. I think Wait. the reps are helping you, to be honest. I'm doing dry runs to get, get you better for okay, the show. That's a, uh, my chops are better. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that much. That was a great intro. Thank you so much. I made it, Mom. I think my mom's finally happy. She texts me in a group text. Is that cool? A group text from a, th- that's when you know your mom loves you, Josh. You when you get in a group who, text. Who else? Okay, so I was in. I was involved in a group text. My two sisters, right, and then uh, some other ladies that I have no idea who they are. And random was, numbers. Random numbers. Yeah, it just came up numbers. Mom's girlfriend. Yeah, and then and then the 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 beginning sentence was, "This is very important." <laughs> so so I was like, "Thank you, mom. I'm glad this is important information that you're giving us a spy, giving everybody." Yeah, the family, and then three others. Well, you know, I mean, are you does she live around you? No, my mom lives in Vegas. Yeah, well then, the, you know, your way, dude. Those are those her mahjong people are just oh are way more important God. than you, man. How how amazing is this cat? This is Josh Adam Myers, Hi, by the everybody. way, the Ooh. guy that created the God. Wait, goddamn comedy jam. Goddamn comedy jam. I almost said the goddamn. No, it is the guy. Go- oh, oh, it, it is. is? I, I mean, it's the or or just goddamn, but. Goddamn comedy jam uh, is taking the world by storm. I personally, uh, if if. I am in the L.A. – let me just rephrase it. If I was a, com- a fan of comedy, that's the show that I want to go to. Thank you. That's my – like if anyone is in the L.A. area – well, first of all, your show travels, and it's going to be on TV, right? It's is already it- been on TV. Oh, it's already on. And now we're in, the, we're in that stage where it's like, does it go further or does well, it I hope just it does. special? I think it will. I think every side is pointing to it. Yeah. But I'm literally in that limbo of – is it getting picked up, or are we just going to do more specials, or what? But well, I hope it gets picked up because it's, it's a great concept. It's an amazing idea, and it's uh, it's it's basically what every I, I wouldn't even just say comedian. It's like any entertainer. It's like like whatever you're in in the entertainment business, mm-hmm. you always want to do what the other person's doing. In, in, sure, in it, right? Like so, it's like you'll see an actor just come out with an album. Like back in the '80s, that was huge. Don Johnson, Don bruh. Johnson was the king Patrick of that. Swayze. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> the John Stamos. It's like John Stamos. All, everyone put out it, and then, uh, but like, I mean, singing. It's like who doesn't want to be a singer? But the thing is with Josh is not only is he really funny, the dude can sing. Like, there's a difference between singing. And then, like, like I heard Whitney Houston say this one time. Like, 
Like there's people that sing and then there's someone said this about Whitney. There's people that sing and then there's people that sang. Like like Whitney <laughs> sang. sang. She sang. And that's what she got. <laughs> and you do, Josh. Thank you very much. Like it's soulful, man. Like it, it comes from your, your gut and your heart. Like yeah, I grew up in the hard uh, hard suburbs of uh Germantown, Maryland. Uh is that is that no, big not for- at all, dude. It's super I just I don't know. I just like I grew up uh I don't, did you did you like sing in your mirror like when you were younger? Yeah. yeah, so I I just did that and I figured out a way to make money off it now and still do comedy at the same time. That's it's, awesome. lit- it's literally when I'm on stage doing the show, it might as well just be me jerking off on stage because yeah. it's like complete masturbation to me like <laughs> to do that. Like it's literally yeah. only to appease myself. And yeah. that's why it started. It wasn't cuz I was like people are going to enjoy this. It was like I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm having more fun than everybody. Like I'm having fun watching you do a song up there because I know <laughs> even though you're like, ah, I can't sing, but you can. Uh-huh. And then you go up there and you fucking kill it. Yeah. And it's like, I get a kick out of that. Seeing these people doing what I used to do in my mirror, just in front of four or 500 or sometimes a couple thousand people. Yeah. It's great. Did you, did you want to become a singer or a comedian? So I, when you, right. you moved to LA, correct? So I moved to LA. Well, yes, I, I, I did move to LA. Um, no, so what, what I meant by that? No, what I mean is, <laughs> my son is born in LA. Oh yeah, 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 dude. I'm from I'm from Maryland. Uh, I I grew up in like a musical household. Okay, but my dad was also super into like Mel Brooks and Woody Allen and like comedians like Carlin stuff like that. So, um, like I had two things like pushed in front of me at a young age. I had music like jazz and rock and things like that. And then I also had, like, stand-up comedy. Like, my dad had all the records, uh, the Richard Pryor records, Woody Allen records, blah, 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 Lenny Bruce. And uh, I remember watching Comic Relief when I was, like, six years dude, old. Yeah, do you the remember? Best, the best, right? The original joint. Yes, the original man. One. one, two, and three. Oh, dude. But the first one was the one with Carlin on it uh-huh. doing My Stuff is Stuff, Your Stuff is Shit. Yeah, yeah. And I remember being like, that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And, and then watching Gary Shandling go up, and yeah. I was like, and then Paula Poundstone, these great comics, and, and me saying, I want to do that. That's yeah. what I want to do for a living. And I was already kind of like a wild kid, like super ADD, running around, cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh but I also had musical chops and I played guitar and I played piano and I played drums and I just started going down that route because that just was so easy at that time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was like to say you want to be a comic at six years old is impossible. Mm-hmm. But to say, well, I want to play these instruments in my room. I could do that. And when you, I got you enough, really can play all those instruments. I, I'm, I'm like a I'm like a C. OK. At like all of them now. Drums I'm better at guitar. I'm, I'm better than that. Uh, bass, I just need to pick it up and start. Fi- if I fiddle with it, I'll get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're by, play it by ear. Just everything's by ear. That's but I good. can read music because I did go to like, you know, like after school programs. I did all that stuff. And then I was in bands growing up around like 13, 14. And then like people like, like Eddie Vedder and Scott Weiland came out. And then I was like, ooh, I can sing like that. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing that. And and then I started like you know impressing girls by like playing like Stone Temple Pilot songs. I could invite them over, and I'd be like, "Hold on, let me just play uh, Big Empty for you." Like yeah. time to take, and I try to touch the titties, and it would work. <laughs> and so I knew I had something going on. And then, uh, but then the whole time, I was this funny kid in class, yeah. and uh, every sorry, everybody was was like you know. Notice, like, I got all, like, the class clown and most humorous and all that junk, and 
And then I got into college and I was like, you know what? I just want to play music. But the whole time it was like, I just want to do comedy, want to do comedy. I was in a band and it, it got kind of big, but then it fell apart. So I finished college and then I was like, well, I'm going to move to L.A. and do the comedy thing. And nice. so at like 28, I moved here. 27, I moved here. And 28, I started comedy. I did comedy at 26. Um but it was a blatant Dane Cook ripoff. Like mm. I went to an open mic and I mean it was just so bad. Yeah. Uh, but I did it. But I didn't really start stand-up until I moved out here and and I was like – I met somebody immediately. I was like, oh, this is my buddy. I was like, now I got somebody to roll with and it was just off to the races. Yeah. And it was great. It was like literally like I moved up really quickly at the comedy store, at the improv. The improv's always been good to me. Um, two months in, I got my first show. And then, you know, three years into comedy, I got new faces in Montreal. And and then what happened was, like, it's kind of like, you know, you, you get new faces. And I remember you did it because I was listening to your Crab Feast podcast about it. Uh-huh. And you immediately got Tonight Show, but you still had to go back to work for a little bit. Oh, yeah. So I did new faces. And everybody was like, dude, you crushed it. You were so good. But at the same time, they were like, but you're edgy and you and you do a little bit of music in your act and we just don't know where to place you. But everybody else that I went to New Faces with just took off, man. Like three people got SNL. Everybody did Conan sets. Everybody <laughs> got this shit. And I had to go back to work at like a strip club in downtown LA. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm, I just, I'm in the same boat, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's for everybody now, mm-hmm. more or less. But I also had like a shitty agent. I had no manager. And uh, – and long story short, it was like I was getting to the point where I was like, man, do I want to stay out here and do stand-up or do I want to move to New York? Because mm-hmm. New York loves me. And uh, I, um, and so I said, you know what? I got this idea. Let me try it. And I tried the idea. Wait, wait, wait how far was, into your career when you decided to do this, this The idea? jam? Yeah. I was – let's see. I got new faces around year four. So I'd say year – you're five, nice. You're five in a stand-up. I'm at I'm at eight now. Mm-hmm. Actually, year six, six mm-hmm. in a stand-up. So uh, I, I just you get to that point where it's like, and I think you know this, but it's like when you do anything. If you're doing this, you do it because you love it. Like this podcast, you do it because you love it. And it's like you know because you're at a point where it's like you've already got so many fans. It's not. It's literally just like no, this will be fun to do. And if you're doing something because you expect more from it, then you're never going to get it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was in comedy, where I was like, I wanted so much, but I wasn't getting it. So I was like, well, let me try something that will be fun. Yes. And the second I started it, it just took off. Nice. Yeah. Can I stop Please. on that? Because what I loved about what you said is, it, the minute you start, like, like telling yourself. Why isn't it happening now? And you and you keep telling yourself that, like you know, you stay in that same spot, going, "Hey, I'm doing it, but it's not happening." Like everyone, everyone around me, it's blowing up, but it's not happening because of me. The minute you start thinking like that, that you start taking steps backwards. Oh, for sure, for sure, right? Because you're and the not minute, the minute you ignore that and you start pursuing other avenues or start creating. It just happens organically. One hundred percent, right? 100%. And that's that's the, and that's that's the cool that that was great advice, man, because. You, you didn't sit there and just go, go, oh, why ain't I like this dude? He's on SNL. You were like, wait a minute. I got this other talent. Let me try this too. This is fun. Well, and I had, did it at, for fun. Well, you know what's funny is I, I did have a long period of that. What? Why is this guy? Yo, I, I did too. It. And, it, and you, you know, like I started with, you know, I started with uh, Gerard Carmichael. Like he's still one of my best friends. But there was like he was just literally like in the open mic circuit with me. I mean, he's great, so I can't say anything. So I'm and I, I'm so happy for him. But there was it was like we're doing open mics, 
and a week later, he's passed at the Laugh Factory. He's there every week. And uh, two weeks after that, like, he's just got his own HBO special. And it's like, I don't understand. Like, yeah. I'm killing out here. Like, yeah. what's wrong with – and you just – but you just bury yourself in 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 hate and just like yeah. you know just like yep. just super resentments yeah. towards so many people that are like your friends and they're just doing the same thing you are and mm-hmm. and, and it and it literally killed me because I'm not a mean person but I was just beating myself up and then also it, it hurt that like I had to go back to work at a job I hated mm-hmm. uh, and there's nothing worse yeah. than getting something getting a taste of something and then going back to a job especially uh, like working at a gentleman's club where <laughs> uh, you know you're like I'm like dude it's like you know I was a new face in Montreal they're like I could care less can you play that new soldier boy song <laughs> if you don't got the new soldier boy then you ain't doing stuff you know? yeah 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 it's terrible can man. you make it clap <laughs> can you get can you can you play a song that makes it clap? <laughs> hey, glad to hear. Hey, glad to hear what you did at New Faces. <laughs> but can you get some of these faces to clap? <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to see. It was horrible. Play, man. Hey, play, I want to hear Josh back in the day uh, at the strip club. Can we do it? I, can I, we just I, play so, a song? Play a song? Play a song? What's a go- pony? Play pony. That's a popular song. I'll give you the whole Stadoinkle, yeah. man. I'll yeah, give yeah. you the walk us out, man. God, I just walk you know her funny? out. You know walk her out. She's got a kid. Well, I'm gonna that bring needs, a girl off stage. Needs, okay, bring her, I'll bring her off. off and she then wasn't bring that good anyways, and the crowd's a little down. And now the heavy hitters going up. But she's got a kid, and she needs to feed these kids. And you need these men to take out some of the. Play it, play it. Here we go. All right, you're gonna, when I give you the side, you're going to lower it a little hey, bit. Hey, right? Nick, bring it down. Bring it out. Hold Here on, we go. Be like, oh, first thing I always do, we go, oh, yeah, y'all. That's what I'm talking about right there. Give it up for Citrus, guys. Citrus yeah. going to be doing dances in the back, guys. Don't forget, guys, buy two dances, get one free. Save a little bit of green, get everything in between, y'all. Know what I'm talking about? It's a deal y'all can feel. Chicken wings, uh, 25 cents each, everybody. So make sure you get either lemon pepper or the spicy, spicy buffalo, y'all. Don't forget to buy those Dames and Games chips, guys. Only a 45% upcharge. So if you buy $20, you're paying 60 But you can afford it. You're partying with us guys on a Tuesday afternoon down here in Reseda. Let's bring up to the stage a super, super dope. All kinds of hotness, guys. Give it up for cilantro. Woo! <laughs> Yeah. Oh, is that applause? Okay. That's never Nick, happened Nick, at a strip Nick, club. Stop, stop. <laughs> Nick, don't don't improvise. Why would you do why would he do a coliseum full of people? <laughs> it's, it's what, really what is this? Pop. Olympic Gardens on the road? At Tuesday afternoon in Reseda, dude, there's yeah. a bunch of horny dudes, man. <laughs> Super horny. And you had to do that. I did that for six years, man. You know what the creepy thing is as you were doing that? All I saw was just some dude with ranch on his lap getting a dance. And eating a chicken wing. <laughs> just it. the creepiest individual. <laughs> that brought back, I, actually, that was like, you know, it's like you talk to like drug addicts and like if they ever see like like any kind of drug, they get that like, oh God, like I can't see that. Just me hearing Pony and doing that voice <laughs> just gave me these like. Brought it all the, back. Oh God. It was the worst. Because like I'm such a nice person. Yeah. Like it's not the environment that I can be in. Like, you know, and everybody's like, did you sleep with this? Drink? You know, and you're like, no, because I was there to make money. And also like it's just sad. Like the things you see and you get to, you know, the girls are hot like the first day you work with them. And then you get to know them and you see them fighting in the back. And it's just, oh, my God. So oh, it's you, tough. You see the girls in the back fighting. 
Oh, dude, I've seen everything, man. Really? Everything, God. dude. Cilantro yeah. and citrus don't like each other? Yo, cilantro dude, and citrus don't go together, they do as, not go together. As, as fruits and vegetables. No. Like, I, I don't like that together. So imagine two strippers named cilantro and, and citrus. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's wildfire. Mercedes and Diamond always gets together. Like, they're cool. You never see those two bitches fight. None of them like each other. That's the thing. It's that all girl, all the girls at the strip club hate each other. They hate. Each they other. all hate each other. Even if they, if they was it good money? I made um, yes. I made well when I first started. It wasn't, but uh, my my expenses were super low, so I didn't. I could do like I could work during the day, and then I could do stand up every night. Yeah, and then uh, I moved to a different club in downtown LA, and they. There was the opportunity. It was just more of like there were the, – the guys that were coming in were just – they were like ballers. You know what I mean? Like like uh, like pimps, uh, drug dealers, things like that. You're in downtown LA. There's a lot of bad stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, and I started noticing that like at night you can make like a lot of money and they fired the, the night DJ, the Friday and Saturday DJ and, and they were like, you know, Josh, would you want to do it? Everybody loves you. And I was like, eh, I don't know. And they're like, just work on a Wednesday night. And I made $600 on that Wednesday what? night. And so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take over Thursday and Friday. So I worked Thursday and Friday nights. I never made less than a $1,000 um, between those two nights. I never – I just – And that's just being tipped out by the strippers. Being tipped out plus hourly. So then I'm getting another like you know $150 check or $200 check every two weeks. Yo, that's a gig right there, But, man. dude, I had like, I had like hustles. You yeah. Know what I mean, the girls would tip me X amount of dollars. If you played their song. Well, just like, dude, it was – a girl would be like, hey, I don't want to go on stage tonight. I have a customer coming in. I'm like, cool, give me 80 bucks. She's what? like, she's like, nah, you know, and they, they won't argue because they don't want to go on stage. And if they leave the, their customer, another girl could swoop in. So uh, they'll pay me that $80. And if they're like, I want to hear, like, uh, give you like when, when, um, uh, what is that? Uh, that like when a new like Little Wayne song or just something hot came out like Bugatti. Yeah. When they Bug- want When yeah, Bugatti yeah. dropped, like, I can't play that. All night long from multiple girls. So one girl would be like, I want that song, and that's $100. Oh, so, and then man, you, I want to be a strip club DJ. Are you kidding it's me? Just, but then there's like hustles with the customers. Like guys want their girl to go on. I'd be like, cool, that's 40 bucks." And then there's- What a hustle, man. Dude, it's just like I had so many hustles. And all like above board. Like yeah. nothing illegal. Like nothing- Oh, of course. No, yeah, of course. You're other holding DJs, the songs and all that. Yeah. other DJs were like selling drugs yeah. and doing this. And I'm just like, wow. you know, and I'm sober the whole time I'm working there. Yeah. Just like, you know, just this little Jewish kid. Just yeah. like, you know, like, you know, like, okay, uh, what song do you want? Uh, you know, Mercedes, you hold on for a second. Hold Let on, me just- Send hold in on, my avails on, to Haha Cafe. On, I want you to be Mercedes. I want you to be Mercedes, and and <laughs> and, uh, and I'll be uh, I'll be Josh, okay. the DJ. All right, and then you ask me for the certain song. All right, okay, give me a second. while while one song's already playing. You know what I'm saying? There's a there's a stripper already on stage. Play that song, and then this you're the next stripper to go up, and you're going to ask me for that that song. The song, and, and I'm going to negotiate a deal. Ready? Go. Play. Play Pony. Whatever. Go. All right, everybody. We got a uh, we got a uh, citrus on stage, and uh, coming up next. Hey, 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 hold on. I can't be talking, man. I want that uh, new song by Designer Panda. Okay, That's what, mine what? all night. You want Panda? I want Panda. All right, look, ch- check it out. Two hold on, girl, hold on. Two Tina, girl, yeah, I'll be right there, girl. All right. I'll be right there. Right. You now. You roll the blunt. I'll be. Okay. I want Panda. Listen, listen, all right. Listen real quick. All right. Is it TP on my butthole? There is TP on your butthole. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's pretty disgusting. I was going to tell you about that, but that's going to cost you $20. Listen, <laughs> two other girls want Panda. All right? I got a $40 bid on it, and I got a $60 bid. Give me $80 dollars I'll give you rich for me, well, man. I, gonna, I, I, well, can't, I can't afford it. I'm going to give it to, listen, I'm gonna give it to Lexus. Wings. I'm going to give it to Lexus for 60 bucks. I love how you made me sound like a black dude. Right, like, hold on, hold on. Is that stop, how I stop. Sound? Let me tell you why, Josh. He's like, all right, baby. All right, listen, how you listen, doing? Listen. My name's Josh Adam Myers, girl. All right, all right, all right baby. All right, well, listen. Listen, I was trying to do a good Josh Adam Myers, all right? So that made then, me sound like but, a seventies black exploitation character. Uh, but but first of all, why was your stripper like the, the black maid in Tom and Jerry? All right, do we need listen, man. Do we need to talk you, 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 to, you remember Tom and Jerry? I remember the cartoon. The, is I don't like, remember the black Oh Tom. It was either it was either why? Next time you run around. That's even the white girls what they sound like there. Do they really? Yeah, they all got a little bit of stank on them, dude. They all got a little bit of little oomph. I, I love it. I'm glad you're out of there, though. I, oh, God. You know I mean? Dude, you're, you're talking like – here's what's funny, okay? And this is, this is something that I think a lot of people – we were talking about being happy and things like that. This is something I've been able to like do recently, um, which is I used to say – if I get out of that job and I can afford to do stand-up and do ev- do what I came out here to do and I can do that for a living, I'll be the happiest I've ever been yes. and I'll be forever grateful. And then you start getting stuff and you quit, the, you quit the job and then you're getting more and more and more and more. But there's other stuff that you want and you start getting anxiety or, or pissed off that you're not getting that because I still do that. Mm-hmm. You know, There's still more things that I want. And then I – maybe it was like three weeks ago where I actually was in the area of the strip club and I was like, you know what? I was like – I did a show in downtown LA. I was like, let me just run by there, see some of the people. And I went there and I looked around. I talked to people. It was super nice to everybody. But then I realized as I walked out, I was like, I don't have to ever come back here. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, And then I was like, I lost track of everything I said you know, seven months ago before – or actually I was able to quit about a year ago that I was like – so it, it's – like I said, it's all perspective. Yeah. And and I'm super grateful now. Like that I was had that job when I had it and that I worked my butt off to get to where I am. Yeah. And I never have to go back there. And that's yeah. a beautiful thing, man. And I always have to remind myself that. So if I'm ever pissed that I didn't book this role or yes. I didn't get this, because uh, other stuff's gonna come up. People always, always forget get, that. People always, always forget do. that that past. Like like, yo, what did you do before this? And they never remember that. It's like, yo, you gotta remember that because you, appreci- you appreciate what you're doing now. Yeah, you worked. I listened to your, like I said, you worked at the Chinese food restaurant. Man. They didn't even give you a break to eat. No, ever. Yeah, dude. And they always want me to scrub the pans. Yeah, dude. We need more pot. <laughs> you clean all the pan. Oh, you clean all the plate. We have a ton of plate. <laughs> the cook need pot. I hated cleaning those pots because they always burnt the noodles and it, you had to use the SOS pad to clean the, the pot. So, but the plate, shh, I bet the dishes at your house look incredible, incredible, now. immaculate, <laughs> immaculate. Um, were you blessed with that voice? Uh, like, did you always talk like this? Or is it from yeah, lots get, of years of screaming and singing? A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was I one of my first restaurant jobs. I worked at this place. Like it was kind of like a Ruby Tuesdays. It was called Mozzarella. Well, I call it Mozzarella's, but it's Mozzarella's. All the you know non Italianish white people just oh, it's Mozzarella's. I worked there. And I remember this girl came up to me and she's like, she's like, I, you know, you got a cool voice. And then somebody came by. I was like, yeah, you sound like Harvey Feierstein. And I was like, God, <laughs> yeah. I was like, really? And I was like 18 years old and I didn't realize it. And then as years went on, uh, I never thought about my voice, you know, of being the way that it is now until I started doing stand up. And uh, Dean Gelber, the old GM of the comedy store, I went up, I did uh, the friends and family there. And as I walked off. 
uh, he pulls me aside. He goes, dude, I really love your voice. And my ego thinks you know, he's saying, oh, you love my comedic voice, like yeah, yeah, of what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. And I go, thank you very <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah, I think yeah. about what I'm, what I'm writing a lot. And he goes, no, nah, man, I didn't like your jokes at all, but yeah, your yeah, voice. Yeah. Throw that away. <laughs> but your voice, I'm telling you, I see you as a cat on the next <laughs> Pixar movie. It's like it's actually got me. That's you know, even when I was doing DJing, like I was doing voiceovers. It wasn't as consistent. Now it's a lot more consistent with commercials. I'm on F is for Family. Uh, so it's it's and there's more and more that that's coming up. It's like it's such a hard you know bracket to break into, but I'm starting to get my foot in that door, which is actually funny. I got to tell you this story because what your studio is. Is literally like a couple blocks away from where Disney's like animation studio yeah. is. Uh, probably like, probably like 2013. It just turned from 12 to 13. Um, my my agent at the time tells me um, he's like, "Dude, uh, Disney wants you to come in for a general." And I had taken a bunch of general meetings like earlier in 2012. So I'm just like, "Oh, it's this is probably whatever." And I show up. And they want me to read a whole bunch of different characters. They're like, just read these over and just tape these and just see how it sounds. And I do that. And then when I'm done, I get out of the booth and I go in to meet with this dude. And he's like, listen, I'm the head of casting for Disney. I saw you at a show. I love your voice. Um, he's like, you know, I want to, like, help you, you know, get a voiceover agent. I'm going to make some calls for you. He's like, I really feel like you're going to be big in this in this industry. And I'm like, dude, this is incredible. And as I'm walking out, he gives me his card. He's like, I'm going to call you in a couple of days. I walk to my car, and immediately I have to go to the bathroom. I have to take a BM. So, yeah. but I'm like, all right, uh, I don't want to go back into Disney because if I go back into Disney, I, I might run into the guy and I don't want to have like an awkward exchange as I'm leaving. I just want it to be over. You know what I mean? Like it was such a good ending. I just want that to be it. And so I jump in my car and I'm driving like through, like get out of Glendale. Mm -hmm. I get on the 101. I come down like Vine Street and then it really starts like gurgling. And I'm like cutting people off and getting closer and closer to my house just doing illegal things. And I'm in the far right lane on Fountain and Vine and I like jump ahead as it turns green and like cut off two cars to like so I make this illegal move and immediately I get pulled over by a cop in the Yoshinoya parking lot Ugh. and the cop comes up to me and he's just like you know let me just check your stuff and he's I'll let you go and I'm like listen I gotta go to the bathroom he's like it's only gonna take a second and he comes back and he goes he goes uh, something's wrong with your license your car's about to be you know, your license about to be suspended in two days and I'm like alright well that's not a problem I'll fix it and he goes well I gotta take your car why? This is what he said. He it goes, I gotta no take sense. your car. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. He goes, but I gotta take your car. I'm like, so you're gonna take my car? He goes, yeah, we're gonna take your car. I go, so there's nothing I can do to stop it? He goes, there's nothing you can do. He goes, can I crap in I it like, first? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna run into this Yoshinoya and just take a dump, dude. Oh. I'll be back, dude. I just got out of the car, came back, car was gone, and this game handed me a paper. What? Best BM I ever took in my life, though. Hands down. <laughs> totally worth the car being towed. Totally worth it. One of those, like, oh, God, you know, like, Sweating, it was oh, great, dude. Oh my god! You, you, first of all, I'm just coming over the stomach flu. By the way, are you really? Yeah. So this is like I was in Columbus this past weekend, and I literally finished my shows. I did my shows on stage, but in between the shows, I'm curled up in a ball with a blanket over me, shaking because it was projectile both ways. Oh, god. I, it was the worst fountain you could possibly build at a park. You know what I mean? Like yes. it's just <laughs> it's it's squirting out of the worst holes you can put on a statue. 
If you can imagine two little kids playing underneath it, like, this is a cool fountain. I love the Jokoi fountain. It was horrendous, man. Like, and I couldn't hold anything down. Water couldn't even. It was that bad. It was that bad, man. I think I, I think I got like really bad chicken. Like, uh, I went to a diner and I think they gave me bad chicken, but it, it ruined. But I'm telling you, man, I know what you're talking about. That, that is the worst feeling because you can't even hold it. Yeah. Got a standing ovation on both shows, though. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Crushed. <laughs> yeah. I threatened them. That's why. <laughs> Stand or, or I'm pulling this down. <laughs> Let you guys have it. JoshAdamMyers.com is where you go for everything that you need to know about Josh Adam Myers. Uh, at Josh Adam Myers and, of course, at the GD Comedy Jam. Instagram is Josh Adam Myers. Facebook is Josh Adam Myers. That's amazing that you got all of those names. I don't think it's very hard. I, 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 you know, I don't – I hate being – as I hear you say it, I'm like, Jesus, it's long. You know what I mean? I got to cut this. But I can't – You guys are so lucky, man. Why? Because there's there's two things that I don't have my name on, Snapchat. What I are you on Snapchat? The real Joe Coy. Who's who's got Joe Coy? Some Melvin Melvinstein, like some guy that's not even Joe Coy. <laughs> and Snap won't give me my name. Well, I don't understand why. Can you talk to this dude and like try I, I to work tried, it out? I tried. I uh, tried direct messaging him or whatever. Where you snap a you know a message? Yeah, and he didn't. Nah, man. It. No response or None. just not taking it? He's not taking it. Wow. They, oh, I want my name, man. The real Joe Coy is good, though. No, it's not, Josh. It sounds legit. No, man. it doesn't. <laughs> oh, let's go to the real Josh Adam Myers. Sucks. That's uh, right, Chris? I hate following you. All right, you know what I want? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I want. He's actually following the original, the other oh, Joe Oh, he's Coy. awesome. He's that real cool. That guy's killing it. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I want everyone to do. Real quick, I want you guys to do your, your stripper DJ. You ready? Play, po- po- play Pony real quick and go. Real quick. Nick, you do yours. Hurry. God, Nick, you're slow. Go, Nick, go. And coming to the stage, uh, she's got fiery red hair. She's about to set the stage on fire. Chris locks him out. His girlfriend, Jen Owen. Wow. That's actually right. really good, That's pretty dude. good. All right, go. Go, Chris. Your turn. <laughs> hey, and uh, coming up to the stage right now, she didn't forget her shoe this time. It's Cinderella. <laughs> you know what's sad is that both you guys had to fake your voice, and I just yeah. talk normal, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's the yeah, funny yeah. I just talk normal. I don't really oh, spice really? it. Dude, that was the whole, every other strip club DJ is like, coming up next time. Right. to the stage. Barbara. Well, there's that, never a stripper named that's Barbara. That's really how they talk. That's so funny. You're right. They're all, they all fake the voice, and mm-hmm. I just go, oh, yeah, y'all. Oh, yeah, I just yo. bring it down a little bit. And bring it down little, and bring it right back Get a little up. juicy in here, yeah. y'all. It's about to get juicy. Yeah. Let's blow it up so they can pop it. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Popping oh, no. bottles with models, pop. y'all. That's what we do right here at Dingleberries. Josh Adam Myers, you guys. The goddamn Comedy Jam. I'm telling you, watch it live. Can we tell them that you're, you'll be doing it? October what? October 4th Let's at the go. Roxy here in Los Angeles, guys. Let's go. This Who's is on where, that? Pardon? Who's on that? Uh, it's you, mm-hmm. uh, Dave Keckner from Anchorman, of course you Jeff Ross, yes. and uh, Nick Swartzen. Oh, what a lineup! Oh, man. And, and there is uh, a very big rock star that'll be sitting in uh, playing guitar all night. And uh, there is a very, very special, special guest uh, that might be joining us. Uh, I've been trying to get him for a long time, and if we get him, I'll be very happy. Can't say anything else. Tattoo from Fantasy Island. It's, <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> um, uh, can you can you just? We got to go to break real quick. Yeah, uh, we'll be right back.
What's up, Joe? I want to talk to the Koi Pine listeners about Grubhub. You know, it's a really weird time. Everybody can tell we're doing these ads on our phones right now because everybody's, you know, doing social distancing. We're all separately in our homes. And Grubhub is one of the ways that we can help save the restaurants we love. Oh, exactly. By the way, my son is in love with spicy chicken sandwiches. How is he going to get that? Can't leave the house, but he can get it from exactly. Grubhub. Yep. And this is how we keep those places open. Every order on Grubhub helps support your local community as restaurants rely on delivery and pickup orders during this time. Contactless delivery is available. You know that? You can actually say in the Grubhub app, this has to be contactless delivery, meaning you're not going to actually touch you know, somebody or encounter them. You've got to stay six feet apart from the person, and they'll just drop it off outside your door, I believe. Yeah, that's perfect. That's the best way to feed your family right now. You want to go out to eat? Have Grubhub get it for you. That's right. Special promotions will be available daily. Look for neighborhood specials so you can save money and save a restaurant. Your yes. pickup or delivery order can help save a local restaurant during this difficult time. Yeah, you guys, let's all work together. And Grubhub is helping that. You can also donate your change on every order to support the Grubhub Community Relief Fund to support restaurants and drivers impacted by COVID-19. That's a beautiful thing, man. And there's this one special thing for just for the Koi Pine listeners. If you download the Grubhub app and enter code, promo code Koi Pond, you'll get $10 off $15 or more for new diners. That's promo code Koi Pond. Promo code one more time, Koi Pond. Yep. For $10 off any order of $15 or more for new diners. So download the Grubhub app today and use promo code Koi Pond to enjoy the restaurants that you love delivered. Go get something to eat now. Yo, it's the Koi Pond, and this is Josh Adam Myers. Uh, really good friend. I love this guy. Not I love only is you he, too. Uh, I love you, man. Thank Seriously, you, buddy. when we were in uh, Montreal and you you put me on that that show, it, the reason why I don't get back to you, I want you to know why. You ready? Please. Because this is the honest. Because I want to <laughs> say yes, and, and my thumbs are like this, right? And I look at my schedule. And I'm like, I, I, I know I, I I'm You know available. what's funny? It was when you said that, I was like, you were like, no, nah, I'm doing the ice house that night. And I was like, no, nah, man, you're actually doing ah, the ice house I was just about to say that. You're doing it. Don't worry. I got the schedule yeah, right I got here, it buddy. Right here, Joe. Your calendar's in front of me. <laughs> Bro, it's because, all right. What you, I, wait, wait, Joe, wait. What I want to apologize because it's not a matter. Like, I hate bugging. No, but it's I like, love I the fact you, that you bug because you. I want you on it because I know you're going to kill it. Like, <sighs> you killed it the last time you did it in Montreal. Yeah. You killed it. But, dude, you're. You you're you're so talented, man. Like it's Thank it's you. it really is like when I'm on stage, I mean like when I'm not around you, I I think I'm amazing. You can't touch me. But you when are when I'm next to you, I'm like, oh, okay, that's what you're supposed to do. Like you you really do have you command that stage, man. You own it, bro. Thank you. And it and it's uh you know, like I when when you're in when you come to my show, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. when I invite you, when I want you to come and do a guest uh, spot on my show. I command that stage. That's sure. my show, you know, and 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 it and nothing. You know, it, it, it's kind of cool because it brings me back to back back in the day, twenty six years ago when I just started stand up. Yeah, and 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 my shells off, and I'm naked and I'm vulnerable. That's what I feel like when I do your show, man. Sure. And, and there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of uh, uh, nervousness that I haven't had in a while, but. But it's it's good nervousness. Yeah, like you know, I, I enjoy it. Like I can't wait to get up there. Sure. But uh, that's the and, and not only that. It, like 
I want to make sure that your show is amazing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I want it to be good. Like, it's your name. So that's the reason why, bro. <laughs> but you're <laughs> that's great. The, that's the honest reason hey, why, here's man. What's, here's what's funny. Every comic on that bill is feeling the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll give you an example. Um, Burr, we did uh, we did Gramercy Theater on November 13, 2015 with Burr, 700 people, Hannibal yeah. Burr, a bunch of other people, completely sold out, great show. And then the next night, Bill did Madison Square Garden, right? Nice. And we opened for him at Madison Square Garden. It was great. We had the time of our lives. And it was also on my birthday, November 14th. And then that after the, the show, we're in like this, having this like big party. And I'm like, I got to catch an early like train ride to go to D.C. the next day. And I see Bill. And I'm like, hey, man, I just want to say thank you for everything. And he pulls me aside. And he's like, dude, he goes, I owe you because because of your show, I wasn't nervous tonight. Like he was more nervous doing yep. Gramercy in front of seven hundred and yeah. playing, and he's just playing drums. Yeah, he's like, I was more nervous doing that, which made me not nervous at all for these fourteen thousand five hundred people at Madison yeah. Square Garden. Everybody, and that is why the show is dope because because we know, dude. I've seen you on stage before. You you. You're incredible, man. Like you said, you command the audience. You've been doing it so long where it's second nature to you to bear your soul to a bunch of strangers and make them laugh, which is extremely hard to do. Yeah. But what you're doing is you're taking that whole shell away. So you're not just Joe Coy, the comic anymore. You're Joe Coy, the person. And this audience of three, 400 people in L.A. or around the country, whatever, the world – gets to see that and they want to see that because they see you as a killer all the time so they want to see you as a human being more not saying you're not a human being doing stand-up but you know what i mean like just taken down to this level of just like you said nervous Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful thing dude Uh, i love it i I love it man and and not only that your your crowd loves to laugh you know what i mean like it that's the really cool thing and and it's like you see this you know when you first start stand-up and you open for bands like it's the hardest gig because you're literally on stage and there's equipment, there's a guy fixing microphone stands. You know, you know those yeah. gigs. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Sure. No one's allowed to sit on the dance floor, and those are the gigs we hate. But your show, it, you know, all the equipment's on stage. You know, some of the band members are still up there and they're having a good time. But then the crowd's like dying laughing. And the minute, like, at, when you're done with your set and you're like, "Hey, I want to sing this song," they jump out of their seats and it's like. They know that they're there for two things, you know yeah. what I mean, and and they appreciate both. And we that, got them trained very well. Yeah, it's but pretty, it's, but it's, it's pretty like, amazing, it's, man. We're not we're not advertising this to music fans. We're still advertising this to comu- mm-hmm. you know to people that love comics. Yeah. I mean, it's still first and foremost a stand up show. It just so happens that you know you're going to sing no diggity yeah. at the end of your set, and yeah. that's that's what's so cool about it, you yeah. know, because like it's you're getting and it's 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 evolved where. Where like that first show to where it is now, it's still the same format, but it's like it's like the crowd never used to stand. So imagine how bad that was. Yeah. Like when you go up there and sing "Message in a Bottle" and like they're just staring at you, yeah. and then after the show, they're like, "That was incredible." But now it's like we've got them trained where it's like the second they hear music, they're up out of their seat and they're supporting, even if you know, like I'm saying, like you can sing, but there are people that you know, you know, you keep like like poo-pooing on yourself but like <laughs> you can like you're actually good Aww. you got a great voice dude dude find out october 4th at the roxy theater goddamn go. comedy jam josh adam myers i'm telling you this voice that he has is uh amazing thank you like his speaking voice uh you should be doing uh a lot of voice work i'm working uh yeah I'm definitely for working. sure like uh a rat or uh, an elephant. I'm, I'm the voice of uh, Tostino's Pizza Rolls <laughs> in the southwestern district of oh, 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, I'm kidding. I knew I recognized you. I, yeah. I knew it. Just before I <laughs> ate that pizza was. roll, I was like, yeah. I feel like I know this dude. <laughs> uh, but when you sing, man, it's it's wow. Like Thank pretty you. impressive, man. It's soulful. It's uh, you know, you just you, you're powerful. You you can kill it, man. And uh, it's one of my favorite shows. It's not one of my. It, it is my favorite show Thank to you. watch here in LA. Thank you. And of course, on the road. And I'm so happy to be a part of it. And I'm so happy you came on the Koi Pond. I, I, did you, I feel bad that you asked me to do this, and immediately I followed up with October 4th. You nah! <laughs> I love it. Oh, I'm losing it, baby. Yeah. Bamboozling. <laughs> I found the Trojan Horse Inn. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm excited, dude. I'm telling you. like yeah. I, I'm telling you, guys, he annihilated no diggity. Anni- you, you, you've got an incredible voice, you know, as a comic and singing voice come on it's a beautiful thing thank you sir i'm not getting you i love you josh adam i love myers. you too buddy. thanks for doing this pod oh it's my pleasure guys uh, josh adam is where you go for all the dates to his stand-up and of course the goddamn comedy jam uh october 4th you can see me nick swartzen uh david God, keckner I, I, jeff ross and a couple special guests at the roxy theater that's our home go to the gd comedy jam on all social media to find out where we're touring things like that and um yeah man it's going to be good, dude. I'm so excited you're doing it. Thank you for having me on. You're the best. Josh Adam Myers, y'all. That's on everything. Instagram, everything. Josh Adam Myers, you're amazing. Thank you for doing the Koi Thank Pond. You. We're out. Yeah, I live it like it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I live it like I live it like it's all good. 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 I live it like I live it like.